bits of the week and we've got them for you best bits of the week with morgan number two since we've kind of been on and off the last few weeks, I'm going to share some top moments from the last two weeks so you guys can make sure you didn't miss a single big moment. And these are all pulled from our social media, our ratings, all the things, the biggest stories from the last two weeks that you guys engaged with the most. And I'm going to count them down for you so you don't miss anything. Blake Shelton was on with us and he, of course, talked about his now fiance, Gwen Stefani. He shared where he was keeping his engagement ring before the whole proposal went down. And it's honestly pretty cool. It makes Blake Shelton just a little bit more like the rest of us. Number seven. Blake, what's up? How you doing, buddy? Hey, good. You're uh, in the house. I see. I, I can actually see you. I don't know if you can see me, but are, are you at home right now? I did see you. What, I'll tell you the, what blew me away was... You're yawning like you just woke up. Don't you do a morning show every morning? <laughs> I do, but I'm going to tell you the days, and I'm going to get into this question about you. The days are extremely long right now, uh, doing the morning oh, show okay. and a couple, couple of TV shows too. But um, which I'm going to ask you because the voice, the finale, part one is tonight. Tell me about a taping day over at the voice for you. How long are those days whenever you're sitting in? Let's talk about the beginning of the season when people are coming in. And you have to turn the chairs. What are those days like? There's really, at that point, not a lot on the line. And so you can say any stupid thing you want to or argue with the other coaches. You know, once you get people on your team and you start working with them, that's when you feel, or when I feel, you know, responsible for them and, uh, you know, a little more considerate (laughs) than I do whenever I'm just trying to make up crap or whatever I got to do to get them to choose me as their coach. Are there nerves for you when you go into a finale like tonight? Absolutely, because, uh, you know, these not only nerves for the artists that you have left, but there's also, you know, there's a bad feeling for all the ones that have gone home. And that's, that's part of the game. And, uh, you know, not everybody can make it, but you know, when you get there, you think, man, all these people that, uh, you know, you've worked with right up until this point, they're, they're at home watching. And, uh, and so it really does come down to who, you know, sometimes I'll have multiple people in the finale and, and sometimes just one. And it just depends on, you know, the season and how it's going. But, you know, of course I have nerves for them, not really for me. Tonight is the first part, then tomorrow night, the second part, the uh, final part of the voice there. So you guys be sure to check that out. You know, I was thinking about you the other day when Michael B. Jordan was named Sexiest Man Alive, and you hit Uh, that a few years ago. And I'm sure it was different for both of you, but how weird is that to be declared the sexiest person alive on a, such a public platform, meaning everybody that disagrees with it is going to come screaming at you immediately? Well, they definitely come screaming. I, I still hear people complaining about me being <laughs> named sexiest man alive years ago. You know, What's concerning to me is that any grown human being that spends more than, than five minutes of their life concerned with or worried about who, uh, who People Magazine named sexiest man alive, that's what's concerning to me is these people that are consumed with this this magazine that comes out like it's a, the results of an election or something <laughs> that they're going to have to you know somehow affect their daily life. Uh, <laughs> to me, it was just a fun deal, and and none of us took it very serious. Even uh, you know the people at People Magazine were the first to say they didn't take it that serious that year. That's why they even put me on the cover. Was you know it was kind of a blow off thing and and they felt like the nation needed a little comic relief at that point and 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 hopefully uh everybody kind of needs some of that 
Uh, by the way, congratulations on your engagement. Uh, were you nervous? Thank you. Did you have it planned what you were going to say? The only thing that I had planned, Bobby, was that I I knew that I wanted to do it uh, in in Oklahoma while her all her kids were there, and her brother and his and his family and my sister and her family. I I wanted to do it because that's we have a like a group that we get together like Fourth of July's Christmas Thanksgivings. It's kind of turned into this core group of you know Gwen and I and the family and then our those two parts of our extended family. And so I wanted, and it's been that way for years. So I wanted everybody to be there in the moment. I didn't want to take her away, you know, or do something in private away from the kids. I felt like it was important for the kids to be a part of that moment. And so that's, that's what I did. I had the ring for a couple of weeks, maybe two and a half weeks. And, and, uh, to be honest with you, and this is scary. The scariest thing was I had that ring in the, uh, the, compartment on my door of my truck for about a week and i don't know about you but stuff falls out of that damn thing on my truck <laughs> all the time i'm digging in there looking for a flashlight or change or and i kept thinking man somebody's gonna hit the jackpot whenever i drop this thing out of my truck but luckily because i wanted to keep it in there all the time because i didn't know when i would have the exact right moment but uh thank god i didn't lose the ring how did you go about getting her right ring size? Well, she has a a, a very specific jeweler here in, in uh, Los Angeles that she loves and, and that she's that she has been her go to place for years, I guess. And so I was able to get that contact information. And and be honest though, it, it, the ring ended up being a little bit big, so she's had to go back and get it, you know, fitted a little bit. I wanted it to be. I would rather it have been big than too small to even get on her finger. Christmas is almost here, and now you uh, have late, produced another Christmas movie. How in the world did you get into producing Christmas movies to begin with? Is it three now that, that you've done? <laughs> Which is a stretch, by the way. It's like uh, at this point, you know, it's like, hey, we've done everything. We just sign this, sign off on it and approve it. <laughs> uh, but I, I do try to have, you know, a thumbprint on them and, and uh, you know, cause this, the movies, the original movie was based on a, a book that my mom wrote, which was based on a song that my mom and I wrote for my Christmas album. And so that's kind of how this whole thing kind of got spun out and, and happened. And, and, and I think, you know, the movies have done well for, for Hallmark channel, just that little short franchise thing we have going on. And, you know, it's so easy to get sucked into those Hallmark movies. I, I I fall for it every year. You know, Christmas is like official when they start showing these movies, and, and every night of the week you feel like you could, you know, celebrate Christmas that night because of those freaking movies, and they have the greatest happy endings that you hope they do. So I know that's not really answering your question, <laughs> but I I try to have as much input as I can. But you know, they don't they don't want a lot of deer hunting. <laughs> in their Hallmark Christmas movies. And to me, that's, you know, Christmas, but they don't like that. As we get closer to the end of this interview, i got a couple voice questions to ask you. Number one is the big one. Could this season be your last? Uh, no, it's not going to be. We've already, believe it or not, we have we had filmed the blind auditions for next season already back in October. So you're stuck with me uh, at least for next year's voice. And who has the bigger trailer right now, you or Gwen, or do you share a trailer? I tell you, we're out of the, the trailer business is gone now at Universal because of, you know, the COVID. So we're all, 
we're all in a studio that's got these little, like, very half-sized little dressing rooms that they put us in this hallway that's like this confined area that's almost like going into a, a ICU or something. I mean, it's they're not playing over there about it. So all the glamorous, fun parts of The Voice in Hollywood that it was like when I first came here, that's long gone. <laughs> we're, we are dying to get out to our seats to, on the show so we actually have some space. All right, you guys watch The Voice tonight, and then tomorrow night is the second half of the finale. Blake, good to talk to you. Always good to talk to you. Hope the holiday's great. You too, buddy. I love you, Bobby. I know you're not going to say it back, but I love you. (laughs) You're the best. All right, there he is, Blake Shelton. Bye, Blake. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Bobby shared his favorite songs from 2020, and topping that list was Keith Urban's God Whispered Your Name. Well, when we tweeted about it, Keith Urban saw that Bobby chose his song as number one and decided to do his own version of the song. And it was like a Keith Urban, Bobby Bones Show Christmas card featuring God Whispered Your Name, which is really cool. So listen back to this, because who doesn't love anything that Keith Urban sings? Number six. Last week. I mentioned that God Whispered Your Name by Keith Urban was my favorite song from 2020. Then God whispered your name, and that's when everything changed. So Keith texted me and was like, hey, thanks for putting the song in number one. Appreciate that. And I was like, yeah, man. And like an hour later, he hits me with this. He goes, hey, I'm going to post this. You cool with it? And he sends this video to me right here. Thank you, Bobby Bones, for making this number one. Thank you so much, Bobby. Everybody at the Bobby Bone Show, wish you Merry Christmas and a safe and happy New Year. Viva la vaccine! (laughs) He's in front of his Christmas tree playing that, and I was like, yeah, of course you can post that. Why are you asking me permission to post that? That's awesome. Wasn't that cool? That's so cool. Makes me want to learn how to play banjo just so I can talk over it, though. <laughs> it's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Lunchbox pranked our listeners by taking over our show voicemail, which was really funny because listeners had Leave no idea. message I- after the beat. That's, Literally. That's what I would do. Yes. Listeners had no idea that Lunchbox was on the Press phone. Press one to talk to Bobby. So Lunchbox came on with me to talk about this segment. Lunch. Where did you even get the idea to decide to prank listeners on our voicemail line? I just thought it was funny because Bobby always says, you know, call, leave a voicemail if we're not here. You know, maybe you'll play it back on the air. So I assume a lot of people call because we play a lot of voicemails. And I was like, how funny would it be to act like the voicemail and then to just be like, they would be like, oh, Bobby, I just want to say I love you. That's a dumb message. They'd be like, what? And I'd be like, press one to re-record. And they're like, okay. And they, I don't know where I came up with it, but it just... It totally screws with them, and it's so fun to hear the confusion in the in their thought process because they hang up the phone because I don't tell them afterwards. Yeah. That- okay, I have a question about this because like we've all seen the show like punked, right? Yeah. And at the end, where they're like, "You got punked," so why didn't you like at the end be like, "Haha, jokes on you." I don't know. I didn't think about that because sometimes they just hang up because they're so confused, and at the end they're like, "That was so weird." Click, and they hang up, and I don't have time, so I don't. I can't call them back. I don't know their phone number, and it's hilarious if you know a couple days later they hear it on the radio, like, "Ah, it was lunch screwing with me." <laughs> well, I think some of our listeners were genuinely confused because even one of them was like, "This is weird. What's happening?" Like, because I asked one lady, "What are you wearing?" 
I'm not going to answer that. You you also, this is what blows my mind, though. You don't sound like a voicemail machine. There's no part of you that sounds like a monotone voice machine. Well, no, no. I acted like myself. I said, hey, it's Lunchbox. You've reached our voicemail line. Sort of like Bobby does. When you leave a, a meeting, uh, you, did you have an answer machine when you were a kid? Mm, yeah, yeah. My parents so, did. I yeah, did they, they recorded a message with their voice on the the recorder. So Yeah, but you were like bouncing back and asking them other questions that had no relation to You're things. You're exactly like, right. How they didn't figure out that it was not like an automated voice message from you blew my mind. Hey, that's what I do. I blow people's minds. Okay. Well, for 2020, since that is the end, was that your best prank of the year? No. Or do you think you- my best prank was calling Eddie and tell him that he had tested positive for corona. And then oh, what's yeah. funny is like a week mm-hmm. later, he did test positive for corona. That was the best prank. I mean, that was hilarious. Get yeah. that on this show. Was it funny in the moment? It was funny in the moment. But it it's is funny now. Funny it's funny every back. day of the week. That was hilarious. Um, there are some other really good ones. I thought when I pranked the spam caller, that was funny. I, I don't know. There's so many pranks that were so funny that I can't even keep. I'm going to tell you my personal favorite. Go ahead. You ready? It was when you pranked your dad and oh, you told him great one. you were in jail and he was not oh. surprised. Oh, I thought you were going to say when I pranked my dad and said, I'm Nico Jackson. That one was funny, too. Voterregistration.org. Are you going to vote in the upcoming election? Yes. And then he hung up on me and I called him back and said, excuse me, sir, I think we got disconnected. <laughs> and he said, no, I hung up on you because you're an idiot. I wish y'all could see Lunchbox's mouth while he was just doing that. He looks like a ventriloquist, like yes, trying to I'm not Nico talk with your mouth. Jackson, and I sound totally different than when I talk like this. This is Nico Jackson. Well, the, the voice look is, is funny, but I will say my favorite was your dad just not thinking much of the fact that you were in jail and he needed to bail you out. That was yeah. my favorite prank call of the yeah, year. And, he tries to, and then he makes a joke while I'm in jail, which he thinks is funny, and then he's like, all right, I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on, and we look forward to all of the pranks you'll pull in 2021. Number five. So Lunchbox <laughs> intercepted the Bobby Bone Show voicemail line last night. He acted like he was the automated messaging service. Why were you up here at night? I just thought it'd be funny. I thought it'd be funny. People call after the show's over. They're trying to leave a voicemail, and they think it's a voicemail, and then you start interrupting them as they're leaving a message. Totally confuse them. All right, here we go. Here's the first one. Thank you for calling the Bobby Bone Show. You have reached our voicemail. To leave a message, press 1. To say hi to one of the members of the show, press 2. You pressed beep. How are you today? I'm good. What is your name? Melanie. Melanie, this is the voicemail line. Have you had COVID? No. What are you wearing? (laughs) I'm not telling. Ooh, sounds spicy. Please go on. This is weird. What do you want for Christmas? Is this lunchbox? Are you really there? This is weird. If you are satisfied with your message, press 1. Thank you. Have a nice day. (laughs) Did she hang up? Yep. I didn't even tell her that was you. Nope. She had to be like, I'm not calling that thing anymore. (laughs) What are you wearing? She's like, I'm not saying that sounds spicy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's another one. Hello, thank you for leaving a voicemail on the Bobby Bone Show line. We couldn't answer your call, but we still want to hear from you. So please leave a message. For Lunchbox to say, all I do is win, press 1. To hear Ray say, yeah, press 2. To hear Eddie say, I'm a dad, press 3. Any other message, please press 4. All I do is win! (laughs) If you'd like to hear Ray say, yeah, yeah! If you'd like to say anything else, please press 1. 
Now go ahead and leave your message. Beep. Lunchbox, I called last week and told them idiots that you do not need to drink milk. You need to drink you need to drink a bottle of honey from the Oh, don't call Lunchbox honey. He is married. Please continue your message. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you live? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling the voicemail. If you have anything else to say, press one. If you'd like to end your message now, press two. Uh, did she press That's two it? or did you know? No, I just assume it's two. He's hung up on her. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. You could have been like, hey, it is Lunchbox. What do you want to say? Good to talk to you. No, he just left him. He just left him <laughs> hanging out there. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Brett Eldridge, a.k.a. Mr. Christmas, came on the show. He performed a classic Christmas hit, plus he answered all of the most Googled questions about himself. And one of those questions is about his dog, Edgar, which I know a lot of fans have been anxiously wanting to hear about. So make sure you listen to all of this so you can hear what's happening with Brett, hear him sing a good old Christmas song, and hear about Edgar. Number four, the Friday Morning Conversation with Brett Eldridge. You know, Brett, it seems like everywhere I go, your voice at Christmas time is playing on some speaker. Do you ever go anywhere and just like, whoa, there I am again? Yes. <laughs> and it's really, it's strange. I was at a restaurant the other day, and I, as I was sitting there, I was sitting outside, um, and it was cold, but I was sitting outside, and I heard a song, six songs. I don't know if they had, they weren't playing my whole record though, but I heard six of my songs while I was eating there and I felt so strange. <laughs> Luckily I was one of the few people outside. So, uh, but it is a weird, it's a weird experience, but I always, as a kid, like I always wanted to have that, that kind of feeling of just being able to have a part of Christmas tradition. Cause I just, I love Christmas music. So, and you have in a positive way, a bit monopolized country Christmas. I think, <laughs> don't you think he's the most synonymous with Christmas time? Yes. For sure. Yes. Like, not even close, right? Yeah. Who would be a close second in you guys' mind? <sighs> Michael Bublé? No, no country. Country. Okay. country. I mean, I, I feel like I hear Willie a lot. Okay, I think Casey Musgraves is second. Oh, yeah. oh, she has a good Christmas yeah. show, too. Yeah, she's a really great. good one. Who would you consider your country Christmas contemporaries Ooh. alliteration there? You know, the, uh, Carrie just put out a New Christmas record. Oh, do you listen to records and go, let me see what I uh, think about this Let me see I can one. break this down. <laughs> no, but I mean, her, you know, she has a big Oh Holy Night kind of voice where she can just belt out some amazing Christmas songs. So I think she's got, she's got a shoeing up there. Blake did a record a while back. Um, I'm trying to think. The Casey one's really good. Yeah, it's like really good. Like the pink, good. red yeah. one on the front. Yeah. Uh, Brett Eldridge is here and he's going to sing for us in a second. And I got to say, is in full tux. Yes. It looks good. <laughs> How many tuxedos do you actually own? I was thinking about this yesterday. I think I got, I think I got about twelve. Oh, wow! Whoa. Most people don't even. I don't have, have one. one. I'll be honest with you. I don't have yeah. one tuxedo. <laughs> it's, and, but that I'm, comes with being Mr. Christmas. Yes, yeah, so you just got to You got to rock. You got to rock. I mean, like for me, if I just try to find more times that I can wear them because I have so many of them now, it's like, well, it's it's the morning time, but I'm going to show up in a tux because I got one and I get the opportunity to do it. And uh, but when you when I'm touring with it, usually. You know, I'm going through them a different one every night. So uh, the other times I'm wearing sweatpants everywhere. But but uh, I like to dress up at Christmas. It feels good. I saw a tall guy at Trader Joe's in a tuxedo but wearing a mask, and I wasn't sure. It was Brett. <laughs> now that I think back, he's just finding places to wear them. Do you have different colors? What color is that one? Uh, this I actually don't know. It's I'm black. colorblind. Yeah, I am too, severely. Oh, yeah, we're so. doing great. That's black? Yeah. Okay. This is black? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like the a same grayish, way I'm like it is? But it's like, I'm like a grayish black, but then a velvet black. Um, charcoal. Okay, sure, charcoal. Let's go with that. Okay. And is that a special watch when you dress up, or is that your all-the-time watch? Uh, That's a nice watch. This is an IWC watch. Uh, Luke gave me this, actually. Luke Bryan gave me this. So it's a nice and watch. It's a nice watch. Yeah. Nice. The nicest watch I've ever put on in my life was one of Luke Bryan's watches. Really? And I ain't going to say how much it cost, but it was... Huh. It wasn't. <laughs> it was so. It wasn't a hundred dollars. It, it was not. It was so expensive, and I felt I had it on my wrist, and I was like, I, I can't even wear this anymore because if I hit my elbow on something or arm, oh it's yeah, over. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brett Eldridge is here, about to perform. Uh, which, by the way, this year's looked a bit different, but that doesn't mean we still can't do our part and make the season merry and bright for all. That's why TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Home Goods are coming together for hashtag Carol for a cause. Every time someone records a Carol on Instagram. On, the, on Instagram Reels with the hashtag Carol for a Cause, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Home Goods will donate $10 to Feeding America up to a million bucks. Feeding America provides food to families in need. So let's spread the word. You can do it to help TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Home Goods do good this holiday season. For more information, go to letscarolforacause.com. You posted one as well. Yep. And Let's what sing. song did you do? Uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Nice. Do people like it? Uh, yes, they, they loved yes, it. They, yes, they did. Yeah. They liked it. Didn't they? That's what we like didn't to hear. <laughs> That's what we. Uh, it was. Uh, I was decorating the tree, doing my thing, and and uh, singing. And I just love to sing Christmas songs. So is it Which, true? Before we get into a song here, and this is the hard hitting question I've been wanting to ask you for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've known you for a bit. You've been coming yeah. in for years. I'm a little nervous to ask this, but is it true that every time you sing, an angel gets its wings? <laughs> is that true? It's debatable, but I would, I would, I would like to say yes. I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm going to give it my best shot this morning. I I haven't warmed up a lot, so we'll see after this performance. It's now time for Brett Eldridge to perform a little song here. What are you going to do, by the way? I'm going to do "I'll Be Home for Christmas," and uh, this song I was um, looking on the background of it when I was recording this, and um, it was actually written to honor. It was released in the '40s. Um, It was written to honor the 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 troops overseas and uh everyone serving overseas and that weren't able to be home for christmas and so if if only in my dreams i'll be home for christmas you know and uh i thought that message was strong this year on a year where you know i'm not for 34 years i've been going home and i'm not going to get get to go home the same way but but uh you know holding tied to those memories and and everything is a, is a big thing and being grateful for that so that's why i decided to sing today He's in a full tuxedo. His hair is quaffed perfectly this (laughs) morning. He is Mr. Christmas. Here he is, Brett Eldridge. (laughs) Oh, Christmas Eve will find me Where the love light gleams I'll be home Christmas If only In my Dreams If only
Come on, there he is. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Brett Eldridge. Wow. You guys check out Glow. I think it is the best Christmas record in years and years. I can't even name Brett a record that I listen to more at Christmas time than yours. Oh, I appreciate that. Did you shave your beard a little trimmer to come here today? <laughs> <laughs> he, he only does as he was just with me. So, yes. Because, yeah, I was just with you. And it's it, was, it, was, it was shorter than I was going it, for, too. It was thicker. Yeah, it's pretty short. Look, yeah, it's, I, th- I thought it was part of your snaz. You, you, it is part of my snaz. And I just, you know, sometimes you pick the wrong number on the, on the beard trimmer. <laughs> <laughs> on the guard. Santa, please bring me a better beard trimmer. This is uh, the mo- these are the most Google questions about you. Oh, let's boy, let's here we go. Me. I'm ready for him. Number one, can Brett Eldridge play piano? Yes. You can? Yeah. I mean, not great, but I'm, I learned literally over quarantine. And how did you learn? Through YouTube or books or what? Um, oh, I, I started taking lessons uh, last year around, I guess, this time. Then then he helped me some, sent me some just some videos and stuff. And it's kind of just... Repetition, repetition, because I'm I'm not a I don't read music, but I just. But you can play like, piano. Yeah. There you go. Number two, does Brett Eldridge have any tattoos? Zero. And do you want any? I would probably do one. So you're not anti-tattoo. You just no, haven't no. been moved yet. I haven't figured. I, you haven't been moved yet. That's it. That's, that's does uh, Brett Eldridge have a kid? <laughs> no. Okay. Negative. What if he said People yes? Yeah. No. Wow. What if he said for the first time this he goes? Like, yeah, awkward. News. I've been <laughs> wondering when I should tell. Let's get, let's get that rumor going. Come on. What if he was Brett's kid? <laughs> we find awesome. out. This is my kid. <laughs> um, where is Brett Eldridge's dog? Um, he's at home. Okay. He's, I don't know why they typed. I, I just number four. He retired from the spotlight, so that's why. That's why people think. Oh, is he like not alive anymore? So I was like, no, I'm with him all the time. Well, what, how, I, what's the deal with that? He got what, fed up with the Instagram hate. Edgar did. He was sure. like, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, he couldn't handle the. We get it. He couldn't handle. Honestly, it was just it was. I was like, I don't want to have uh, this uh, influencer dog anymore. I just wanted to spend time with him all the time. Oh, so that's yeah. why I ended up doing it. And finally, is Brett Eldridge related to Melissa? <laughs> it says Eldridge. That's what people are Googling. Oh Melissa Etheridge? Yes, but her name's Melissa yeah. Etheridge. But it's Brett Eldridge related to Melissa Eldridge. I, I believe not. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't know any Melissa Eldridge's. Can you name a Melissa Come Etheridge? To my That's window, it. Yeah. I'll be home soon. Nice. I'll be home. I'll be home. I'm coming home. home. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. So, what's the Christmas plan for you? Everything's a little different. You're not going to yeah, Paris. I don't, I don't even know. I haven't made a plan yet. I guess I got to figure that out. Do you accept uh, the title of Mr. Country Christmas, though? So we call you Mr. Christmas. Do you accept yeah, that title? I accept it. Okay. I accept. Will you get your tuxedo cleaned after one appearance here on the show, or will you just hang it up? That's a great question. I would, when they're really velvety, like this has got velvet right here, and uh, just one little thing, can, the velvet's really hard. I've had some really nice velvet get screwed up, so sometimes I do. Um, but, you know, I'm wearing it for an hour today. Maybe not. What's a suit like that run you? Uh, a lot. What do we think? All right. I'll leave it there. A <laughs> lot. <laughs> but a you know, lot. I get. The, you know, you got to. You got to make it special. And if you're using it for work, you can yeah. ride it off. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful. I thing. I mean, because that's what that is. It's an absolute oh, work this is, uniform. This is this is me right here. All right, that's it. There he is, Brett Eldridge. You guys check out Glow. It, and by the way, I know it's very Christmassy, but you put out what I think is my favorite one record this past year you just aside from the christmas music um you put out a fantastic record as well and oh I hope, thank you i hope everybody goes right because uh let's see what song do i like tonight? sunday drive yeah no it's my favorite song that's the record name yeah, yeah. My, i'm like no not that song no no, <laughs> no, 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 no not that song
Which one do I like? Oh, this is not... Different record. D- different record, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> but Ray, jam. Ray just played Take Me the Long Way Around Your Town. Oh, like, yeah. No, no. Different record. Anyway, check out Brett's record. Um, yeah. It's fantastic. That one, my favorite two are that one and Stapleton's. Oh, yeah. It's a great record, they're both. They're both really good. I, I like that. I like being in the class with him. Um, Maybe like Fix a Heart. Yeah, yeah, that's a jam. That's a good one. I'm just trying to think of which songs. Takes a good woman to fix a heart. Yeah, that's a good one. I it's think true. There you go. It's true. Brett, and we're going to play this. This is Brett coming to our show last year and doing Oh Holy Night. That's what yes. Right? This is a fantastic performance. People request this thing in August. That's how, yes. that's how hey, loved this one was. All times of year. You guys check out Glow. There's Brett Eldridge. Thank you very Merry much. Christmas, Brett Eldridge, everybody. Everybody. Thank Merry you, Christmas. guys. Good to see y'all. It's the best bits of the week show. with Morgan number two. We had our annual St. Jude Radiothon, and within the last few weeks, we announced our earnings for that, and we were able to raise $2.25 million for St. Jude, which is just insane, like totally mind-blowing that we even could do that with all of y'all's help. So I wanted to give you guys a shout out for that special moment. But also in this moment, we'll look back at announcing this big celebration. And also don't forget, all of our performances from that St. Jude Radiothon are on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Bobby Bone Show. Watch them all. And there's a special one in there, Chris Stapleton. I'm telling you, watch his cover. Number three. Now let me mention our St. Jude Radiothon, which we did on Thursday and Friday. We're so grateful. For all of you that listened or became a partner in hope, to all the artists who played, you know, we believe that we should use this show for good, not evil. We try to use it as a, as a platform for not only raising money when we have a cause that we're really passionate and excited about, but also just as a way to inspire you guys to, to, to be more positive about things. You know, it's where the whole Pimp and Joy movement came from. And uh, with that being said, Raymundo, if you'll hit me with the tote board, please. Over two days of raising money for the kids. Together we have raised over $2.25 million for wow. St. Jude Children's Research Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm not even asking for money right now. But I'm going to tell you why this hospital is great. Because some people will go, you don't even live in the same city that hospital is. I don't. You're right. And, and you don't either, probably. If I'm talking to you right now, you don't either. But what's fantastic about this hospital is they don't care where you live. It's in the middle of the country for a reason. Every single state has kids that they send out there, that live there. They don't pay a dime. Parents don't pay a dime. And that's why we're so involved. So grateful for you. That is what inspires me to keep going with this radio show. Some days when I'm like, I don't know, I'm just going to go run for Senate, you know? I'm like, you know what? This radio show is still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And that's why. So, extremely grateful. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. A big moment this week. One of our show members welcomed a new family member. So, I brought Scuba Steve on because him and his wife had a baby. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I want to hear all about it. We got a little bit of taste of what happened on the show. Your wife had a very long labor. But kind of go over it again for us and give us some more details. So the baby was originally planned to be C-section on the 14th. And that was because my wife was going through gestational diabetes, which basically is diabetes that only occurs during the pregnancy. And hers was kind of like fake diabetes. Because whenever we told everyone everyone in the hospital she had it, we're like, well, what was your level? What did you do? She goes, well, it was diet control, which basically means 
Um, she wasn't at a concerning level. She had to watch what she was eating. And that day she took her test for the diabetes. She ate a full sandwich, had a bunch of vitamin C. All these sugar levels were high. So it was a false test. Oh, okay. So she, she kind of really didn't have it, but they wanted her to be cautious. Be cautious, which we yeah. don't, we're not going to hate on because, you know, it's the medical industry. You just never know what it could be. You don't really know what, what could come from it. So we have to just be cautious, eat, watch what she's eating. So that was fine. So that which, was... Correct me if I'm wrong, but it has to be really difficult for a pregnant woman who has cravings and you're like, watch what you eat. You're like, look, I want to eat some pizza and you better leave me alone. Exactly. Yeah, because we like pizza. We like the sweets. We're like every night we have dessert. We have ice cream or some sort of chocolate or something. And we were having that a lot, I think more than our first pregnancy with our son. And that may have been part of the problem. but mm, Just spike sugar levels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> every single day. So we, she could have really been legitimately gestational diabetic, which goes away after the pregnancy. Um but just you don't ever want to take a chance because it could affect the child and the child could also get diabetes as well, um, which we were thankful at the end of all this that we they tested and she doesn't have it. So she's OK. Um, but that was one uh, thing. But she's also breached as well um, for most of the pregnancy, which basically means she wasn't head facing down for a natural birth. Um, she was standing straight up just like my son. And my son was standing straight up the whole pregnancy and was C-section. He had to be cut out of her. But the last week she went in for her her final ultrasound, they found that she had flipped. So her head was down and she was feeling more pain and feeling the heaviness on her, the bottom area. And, and we were like, okay, we're going from C-section to now a natural birth. And the natural birth, y'all were, you said she was in labor for basically 24 hours? Yes. So I was coming in, I was getting ready for work. I forget what day of the week it was. Everything was a blur. But getting ready for work that morning. And um, she's like, I, she was like, I can't tell if I peed a little bit or if my water broke. And uh, she in the middle in the middle of like me getting up, she put her hand in my face and she goes, "Smell that." Oh god, that's how you figured out it was definitely a water break. Yeah, I was like that's definitely not urine. I think that's something else. I've never smelled that before. <laughs> and she goes, "Okay, all right." And I was like, "Well, I, I still have to go in and like get some things like lined up." And she goes, "Okay." She goes, "I'm fine because once you once the water breaks in movies, they make it seem like water breaks, so you need to immediately rush into the hospital. Baby's coming in a matter of minutes. That's false." The water breaks, it's, it could be 24 hours, 48 hours, or... So was she in, like, pain for 24 hours? Um, that was a pain that it gradually increased as you got, as the contractions became stronger. So the water broke, I came to work, I was, it was just me and Ray for a minute, like, getting some audio ready and sending out emails and letting everyone know, hey, I'm, I'm peacing out, letting the affiliates know and all managers and everyone. And then I'm driving back to the, to the house and she goes, okay, the pain's, are, the pain's getting a little bit worse, um, let's figure this out. My aunt and uncle were going to be flying in uh, from North Carolina for the C-section. So that was all planned out. Well, she was going in a natural birth like three days before. So I had to call them and say, hey, look, she's coming earlier. Can you get here? And so they had to drive. They Thank God they drove. Drove to watch my son because he's two and a half. Can't go to the hospital. Can't be there for the birth for many different reasons. Even outside of COVID, he can't be there. So they came. They started watching my son. We ran to the hospital. And then this is where the long birth process started. So you get there and because she's just stational diabetic, they want you there earlier just to make sure everything is okay. Um, most women could wait till the, they start feeling more contractions and they're closer. I think the rule of thumb is if you feel one or two contractions every 30 seconds or a minute, that's when you should go to the hospital. And hers were spaced out a little further, like every five minutes, every 10 minutes. So not as, not as close. So we get to the hospital, we get checked in and it's a long process and not much pain in the first 10 to 12 hours. Okay, so it's that last like really 12 hours that she was like going through it. 
Yes. So later that evening, I went back to the house because I basically dropped our son off at the house with my aunt and uncle and not didn't give him any instructions. Like, here's this kid. Here's a child. <laughs> yeah. Watch him. Don't yeah. let him die. Exactly. I need to go back there and be like, hey, when he says Blaze Achin, that means he wants to watch Blaze in the Monster Machine. Yep. And it's on this remote and you press ask for it on Comcast Xfinity, Blaze the Monster Machine. And then it comes on and this is what he eats, this is what he doesn't like, this is where he sleeps. I like, go through the rundown of like, almost like when you drop your dog off at a kennel, you're like, yep. okay, this is their diet. This is what they do. So I had to do the whole rundown. And as I'm doing the rundown that evening, I get all these texts from my wife saying, oh, they're getting stronger. It's getting worse. Hurry up. Hurry up. So I'm like, oh my God, the baby's coming any minute. And I love that she's texting you. Like, she's like, get back here. Yeah. I don't know what you think you're doing, but get back here. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, now, I'm done with the instructions. I'm running back. Uh, we're about 25, 30 minutes from the hospital, driving back. I get there, and she's like in a lot more pain, and she's like sweating, mm-hmm. and I can tell it's getting closer to the baby coming. And she's like, oh my God, I was trying to hold out on the epidural, which is that shot they give you in your back for to alleviate the pain. And she's like, I'm going to try to get it as far as I can without taking that because if you take the epidural it slows down the birthing process gotcha because you're numb you're not feeling the contractions you're not helping push the baby out you're just chilling and baby comes when it comes so she's like i'm gonna try to hold out well after 30 minutes of that pain she's like i can't hold out any longer (laughs) and so she got the epidural around like 10 p.m that night and then that slowed everything down Mm. Um, so then we went through the whole night of not feeling anything so what time was your baby actually born the baby was born at 1.09 p.m. the next day. Oh, my land. Okay. And gender of the baby? Gender of the baby is a girl. Okay, which is your first girl. First girl, yeah. How are you feeling about being a girl dad? Um, the, my initial worry was just knowing what guys are like and what the society is like towards females. I was very nervous, not necessarily about now, but the future of, of having a daughter. Do you feel, do you anticipate that you're probably going to be wrapped around her finger? Oh, like they meet, like as soon as she came out, like she was holding my finger. Yep. So it's already physically and mentally happening where she's there. Um, and I, I'm not so, I'm not so much nervous anymore now. I was just that all the thing, all the thoughts you have, like even with my first kid, I was nervous. Like, how are we going to do this? And like immediately you get jumped into it and it just become like instincts to take over. And you are like, okay, as soon as I saw the baby come out of her. Like that was a that was a whole another. I think seeing all the processes and the steps in, going into it kind of made me more open to having the daughter, having the kid. Like from going from C section to natural birth and seeing the baby come out and seeing how strong and powerful my wife was and seeing how seeing females in another light. I don't think people understand this. If you don't have kids or if you're a guy who's been disconnected from your wife and who I, I feel like there's 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 a, a mix of guys. There's the guys who care and the guys who are just like this is my wife. I love her, but. I'm not really involved in that side of that side of things. I think you should take a look at yourself and reevaluate your life because when you get involved with the birthing process and involved with the child, it changes you. It changes you as a person. It gives you a perspective on on human beings in general. And I think seeing my wife go through this labor, like I already had a lot of respect for her. I loved her. She's my soulmate. She's everything to me. Been through me through this whole journey of radio and and my career. But seeing her birth a child, like it is. Like, like women are unbelievable. You guys, you yourself, one day hopefully you have this experience. You guys are absolutely un. You guys grow. Think about it. You grow a human being yes. inside your body. Preach it, Steve. Like you grow You're over you here make preaching. a person. Like you yeah. make a human being in your body for nine months and then you push it out. And like that is just. It's something that I think that people don't really talk about. And I think that people just kind of throw to the wayside. Like, oh, you had a baby. Like, no. Like that. That took a lot to have a kid. 
it's a miracle. It's unbelievable. Like you want to know where aliens are at? We're aliens. Like we're show, we're we're growing people in our bodies. It's unbelievable. Well, I think that's a great point to end on because you just preached it away, and I think it was yeah. wonderful. So there you have it, Scuba Steve. Again, congratulations Thank to you. you and your wife and the BA that she is, because I cannot say the other words. Exactly, she is, and all you ladies out there. Yes. Yeah, so shout out to all the ladies out there, and check this out, Scuba Steve talking about his baby. Number two. Our executive producer, Scuba Steve, had a baby. Where is Scuba Steve? Uh, right over here. <laughs> how's, how's that baby? Ooh, she is beautiful, but has given me, I would think, maybe two hours of sleep in the last four days. You sound like it. Yeah, man, I am drained, but I'm full of love, but man, am I drained. How was the, the, the labor delivery, all that? Okay. That was great. We were, she was planning for a C-section. We had that with our first child, but we were really trying to do a V-back, which basically, for those that don't know, is natural birth after C-section. And everyone in the office, the medical doc, sorry, I am just, I'm burnt. Everyone at the, at the hospital, <laughs> at the office, everyone at the hospital. <laughs> was, so I have a feeling Scuba Steve was producing a show at the hospital, <laughs> thinking he was... Still, okay, go ahead, Scuba. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so she really wanted the uh, the V back, and she, long story short, she got it after almost twenty four hours of labor of wow. me and her being up, pushing and breathing and everything. She had the baby naturally. That's awesome. Yeah, so well, it was really congratulations. Cool. Scuba sent me a picture of him holding the baby, and Scuba didn't have a shirt on, but it looked like Scuba had a wool coat on <laughs> yeah. all at the same time. Like if we had a contest on this show, the show's hairiest man, he wins. I don't know. Mike, Mike D. D. Oh, wow. That's true. Like, yeah. we have some real life uh, <laughs> Harry and the Henderson type. Yeah. Woo. A lot of testosterone. Cuba, have you always been really hairy? I used to shave up until about two years ago when I had my first son. And then I uh, the, I didn't get any sleep then as well. And then the hair was pricking his soft skin. So then I grew out all my hair just to make it easier on him and easier on me. So You would I'd, shave your whole body? I'd shave the whole body head to toe. Now, is it funny to you? I should say ironic to you and i mean this in a loving way that you've yeah. lost a hair on your head but everywhere else it's growing like crazy <laughs> it is very ironic but yeah i i don't know i don't know what to say to it but uh <laughs> well congratulations uh, on you. baby number two thank you i appreciate it man thank you scuba steve exhausted but yeah. here yeah impressive <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best bits of the week Show. with morgan number two Of course, our Bobby Bone Show annual Christmas gift exchange went down. The theme of this year's was a $69 gift, which meant your gift could not go over the $69 limit. Yes, it's a little weird that we keep saying the 69 thing, so we're just going to ignore that that's what's happening. But that was the theme of this year, and thankfully, nothing too awkward went down. Everybody was mostly happy, and someone on the show even won a whole bunch of cash from Bobby. So make sure you listen back to all of this. It's always one of the most listened to moments throughout the year. So listen and celebrate with us and hope you guys get a few holiday laughs out of this. Number one. Okay, it's now time to open a couple Christmas gifts. Everybody will get a gift in the $69 gift exchange. First up, Mike D, you'll be opening up a gift from Abby, our phone screener. Now, as Mike is walking over to the gifts, let me tell you, Abby is uh, new to the show, new-ish. Abby, how long have you been here now, though? A while, no? Yeah. Um, a year. Okay. A little over a the, year. The newest member? Yeah, yes. Still? Mm-hmm. You're the junior member. Oh, yeah. So, Love it. So uh, if you call, she'll answer. 
She's now giving her gift to Mike D, who's our head writer. If you hear a game, dang it, he probably wrote it. All right, <laughs> dang it. I must say it is the ugliest wrapping you could oh, ever see. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. It looks like it. a statue is about to be unveiled. Ooh, it could but be. But it's covered in a blanket. Here's, Mike. The, here's the first one that kind of goes with it. So okay. you can open the first one. All right, here we go. Opening the first one. Mike D has a small white box. This is like those YouTube videos of oh, unboxing, yeah, the unwrapping. But, but they're only getting to hear it, so it's only half as good. <laughs> you watch those things? No. They're so weird. Although, one time I got on those eggs, and I couldn't stop watching. <laughs> What's it, up? This is the ultimate game for movie fans. Okay. Lights, camera, Lights camera action. Okay. And now he's unveiling his statue. It's about three feet tall. What is it? Someone to play the, the game with? It's a new kid. <laughs> okay. Pulling it up. Is the trash bag. Now there's a trash bag over it. It is a... Oh, just pull it off. There you go. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Do you want to say what it is, Mike? It's... Yeah, you can. Oh! It's like a director's chair with my podcast logo on the back. Hey, that's it says awesome. movie mic. That is a great that gift. That is awesome, Abby. Wow. Thank you so much. You got that for $69? That's the first gift? We you going to be able to live up to that? Oh, boy. It's a movie mic director's chair. Abby, uh, respectfully asking, how in the crap did you get that for $69? I just, I did. Okay. I, we take say that. where? Or no, not? no, okay. no. Is she yeah. like talked him down? <laughs> no. Wow. Sit. I'm so nervous it's going to collapse. I know. How's it feel? It feels great. There it is. Yay. Direct nice job. I painted that on the back too. Oh, you did. Oh, That's yeah. why it was cheap. Thank you you so did much. handmade crafts? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I couldn't sense have now. gotten it for less than 69 if I got it professional. Dang, Abby. Get a movie. Check out Mike's podcast, by the way. It's called Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. That's legit. All right, Yay. Scuba, you bought something for Abby. Bring it on in here. By the way, Scuba Steve is our executive producer. I went to his house last night. You did? Well, he just had a baby, a second baby, and we're doing a food train where everybody's making sure they have food. They yeah. have to worry about food. So Caitlin's like, I'm going to make him a big lasagna. And so she spent like two hours making this lasagna. We called Amy last night to catch up because Amy had to leave the show today. We're just kind of going over what today was going to entail for her. And she goes... You guys made it? Everybody's been ordering food and sending it over. Sure, that's what we did. And Caitlin's like, oh, I just worked for two hours <laughs> making a lasagna. But I appreciate it. That was made with love. That was delicious. Were we the only ones that drove it over? Only ones that drove it over and the only ones that made it. So that made it really special. So it, it very. We didn't know that. <laughs> but it's all good, though. I really appreciate it, though. That, that was much more of a personal touch, and I appreciate that. Dude, I sent them Pizza Hut. Yeah, and I had to pick it up. <laughs> and you had to pick it up like that because they, they didn't deliver in his house. It's too oh, far in the sticks. It's because he lives in the air. I heard. It gets no stickier than his sticks. <laughs> My GPS stopped working. That's how sticky it was. It gets dark out there, yeah. Holy cow. Um, Scooby, you got this for Abby? I did, Ian. I, I, I'm so sorry that we're going after your gift because mine's cool, but not nearly as cool as that. Also, some handmade crafts. My son painted the box oh, for you. Oh, that's your son that did oh. that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so if you want to keep that or throw it away, it's up to you. And here she's opening up a wooden box. I probably want it back. The lid is off. What you got in there, Abby? One, oh, okay, here's some, like, ornaments. It's for decoration. Okay. She's opening up another gift. And keep in mind, I'm a new father. I have limited time. <laughs> right. So I know, I felt bad. We can see that. Oh. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. Yes! What is it? It's like Oh, $69 hey. a lottery. Oh, my so, gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> will, you, will you scratch them all before the show and see if Scuba got you nothing? Or <laughs> yeah, what happens if there's nothing? That's a good, one. That's a good idea. Look at that. 
$69 in lottery tickets. Ooh. I'll go scratch them now. We're like pop popcorn claps. <laughs> like, for the million dollars, that'd be a different kind of clap. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. This is what makes her quit because she hits the lottery. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. No problem, guys. All right, two down. <laughs> hey, I'll do this. Amy's not here. I do have your gift from it because we saw Amy last night. Morgan. Oh, okay. Amy got Morgan's gift. This is from Amy to you. You can go sit down over there and open it up. It is in a red envelope. If you're just turning the radio on, this is our Christmas show. Mm-hmm. We always do a theme. The $69 nice gift exchange is this year's theme. Mostly to save everybody money coming to buy everybody gifts. Sure, sure. 69 is just a perfect Morgan, number. what's it say there? You want me to read the card? Yeah, sure. At Christmas, may you be filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Oh. And it is? And then... It says not to mention cookies, cupcakes, and candy canes. And it's a gift certificate. But it is for? Oh, for a 69-minute massage. That's cool. <laughs> oh, wow. There's an extra nine minutes a in there. A dollar a minute. She paid $69 go. for That's that. That's great. I need that. That was pretty funny. Mike D. bought a gift for Hillary. Utility Hillary, who doesn't have one job title because she does a little bit of everything here on the show. Mike Walk on up to that stage and give Hillary her gift. The uh, rule is $69 is the maximum. And he yells, Merry Christmas from beside the mic. <laughs> and she's opening up a green bag. She's pulling something out. Ooh, it looks fabric-y. Looks like a sweatshirt. Oh, my goodness. What does it say? It's from, I don't, can I say that show on the sh- radio? You could say S. S Creek? Yeah. It's a sweatshirt from the store that they have. We're obsessed with that show. We've been watching it. There you Yay, go. Nice thank job, you. Mike I D. I love it. Nice job, Mike D. So cute. Very good. In the, you guys can stay in the glass room. <laughs> Raymundo bought a gift for Scuba Steve. Yep. What's the gift look like? Can't see it over here. Right here. Underneath. I'll grab it for you. Here. Nicely wrapped. Oh, it's in a bag. In a bag. Is it a bag nicely wrapped? Let's be, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Lazy. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Lazy. All right. Get some red filler paper. Merry Christmas on it. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Gotta be liquor. Come on. Scuba is laughing. What? It's a, is that a what is a bong? Oh my god. Is that really a bong? Why would you get that? <laughs> the store that sells it, it's for tobacco. What's that? You can put, yeah, you can put flavored tobacco in it. <laughs> and it's exactly $69. <laughs> All right, there you go. What is going on? Like a good family show? <laughs> and a Bob Marley uh, looks like a coaster. <laughs> what is happening right now? All right. All right. Thank you but very I'll much. put that on my nightstand and put a uh, light bulb on it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Let me tell you guys what, what, I, what I did for Amy. Yes. So we all drew names. That's how we got the people to draw for. And I drew that I was buying a gift for Amy. And it was $69. Mm-hmm. So I was going to risk it. And so I bet $69 on Arkansas's football game a few weeks ago. Woo! And they won, and I doubled up her money. So here I am. I bet her $69. I was at like $120. And I was like, dang, what should I do? Should I buy her some of the $120, or should I let it ride on Arkansas let basketball? Let it ride, baby. But if they lost, then she would get nothing. That's true. So I let it ride in Arkansas basketball. <laughs> and wah, wah. And they won again. Yeah. 
I'm curious though. I'm curious what you would have done if they would have lost. Well, she would have got nothing because I kept track of it all on video. <laughs> that would have been terrible. So I do have a $240 money bucket for Amy here. Wow. Which I have a bucket of money. It's lined with money. It's full of cash. And I was going to give it to her because this is our $69 gambled <laughs> twice. I felt pretty good. Listen, I'm the best sports better on this show. You're not bad. I and mean, you've been betting the, the least amount of time, but yes, you're not bad. So I have all this cash, and now I don't know what to do with it because she's not here. Oh, well, well, why don't we distribute it around yeah. the room? Spread, spread the Christmas cheer. That's a great idea, Eddie. Mm. What do you think? I think she'd be down for that. She likes giving to charity. Charity. How, so- charity. how socialist of you all. <laughs> what you get, I get. <laughs> <sighs> I don't quite know what to do. with. I, I can just hold it here. Right? Do not leave that in here. I as can, soon as you leave, Bones, I'm telling you. But she's not here, and that this isn't on. Because I have gifts for, for a couple folks that aren't on air. Like, Eddie, I have your off-air gift sure. that I'll give you. Yeah, I have yours, but too. That's different. If you'd have been my on-air gift and you weren't here, I wouldn't give it to you. Just so, keep it with you, dude. Do not leave that in here. I'm telling here's you. What I, I've developed a game show for this money. What? What I have here. Oh, here we go. Are ten oh envelopes. Oh, my God. Somebody's going to get all of this. <laughs> what? Are that's you not kidding? Amy. Look at, lunch, look at Lunchbox. Oh, here we go. We did this. I mean, this, One. Is, this is gonna be my nightmare again. So Wait. everyone's gonna get to come up. Oh my god. We're gonna do dance party. Tell me something good. But after that, everyone's gonna draw an envelope. Inside of one of these envelopes, what's written? The amount of money okay. is written on a piece of paper. So it's not about weight like the last time. No. Okay. Oh my gosh. So go. everyone gets an envelope. Oh. There are seven people that are gonna draw. There were 10 envelopes, so three will be left behind. Oh, no! If that means cool. someone may not get it? That could that be mean, Amy. That means I get to keep it myself. Oh, oh. oh, my gosh. So, everybody. You get three of them? I guess it's your money. You can do that. The day just got a little brighter because now you all have a shot to win. 200. How much is it? 250 bucks? 200, $240. Hey, that's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Okay. We'll do that coming up. <laughs> this oh. is awesome. Let me pray real quick. Why would you? Wait. Yeah, these are, come these on. Are a lot of blank hey, envelopes. Envelope gods, let's go. Let's finish our Christmas gifts here. Uh, first up, let's do lunchbox for Raymundo. All right. So we had sixty-nine dollars yeah. maximum to spend on these gifts. We've gone through a lot of them. You can see them on our Twitter and Instagram, at uh, Bobby Bone Show. So lunchbox, you bought Raymundo a gift. What do we have? Where is it? Uh, it's in the room. I gave it. There's three packages sitting right next to him, man. I mean, yeah, and there, it might be the worst wrapping job I've ever seen. I mean, I and you can tell I wrapped it myself because I waste a lot of paper because I don't really know how to fold the edges. Hey, any order, I just go. I just go, dude. All you right. do you. This is heavy. This is really heavy. Holy crap! Corona hard seltzer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt like Corona had a hard year, and so we needed to give them, go out on a good note. <laughs> All right. Cannot wait to try those. All right, gift number two. Appreciate it, Box. Oh, you're welcome, what man. What is that, $20 so far? I no need to keep track. Ray's keeping tabs on the cash. A football! <laughs> That's what it seems like. He's like a five-year-old. <laughs> Daddy! A football! Number 77, Taylor LeWarn! Signed football! Oh, it's signed. Yeah! yeah. Where's the camera? Right at? there. Right there, there it is. There it is. Holy, how'd you line that up, dog? Hey, dude, just hit up Taylor. All right, so how much was that? 20, so 20 and 20, that's 40. <laughs> <laughs> All right, third gift. 
Financial Peace University, Dave Ramsey. That's right. Ray Ray is now married. He's talking about buying a house. And so I thought, oh, my gosh, he needs to get his finances in order. And Ray's not very good with money. Hey, which chapter's about gambling, baby? (laughs) Yeah! There he goes. Dude, thank you. This is awesome. Nice job. I mean, I pretty much nailed those gifts. Next up, Morgan number two for Eddie. All right, let's go. She asked me too. She's like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "I gave her these real expensive item oh, ideas." Gucci. Like, yeah. So, oh, PS5. Oh. I want new golf clubs, all Ooh. sorts of stuff. You could buy like a third of a controller. Yeah, none of which I could buy with sixty nine dollars. Whoa, this is a big box. New. If I had to guess, phones, there's yeah. some boots in here. Oh, cowboy boots, baby. I hate guessers because <gasps> if they're right, it stinks, and if they're wrong and they overguess it, it stinks. And it's awkward. Wow. What is it, guys? It's a record player. Oh, that's Look cool. Look at this. It's a new record player. Yeah. He had mentioned that his kids broke his other one. The, so. my, yeah, my baby did. My little foster baby broke it, took the needle right out of it. It doesn't work anymore. So, yes, I love this. Thank you. Thank you, Morgan. You're welcome. $69 gift exchange. Well, Hillary bought for Lunchbox, which I see her over there going, oh, boy. Lunchbox called her a homeless rat. Yep, homeless rat, homeless, homeless cat, homeless cat all, all the same. Yeah, she, she has a homeless a home. cat. She has a home. Yeah, she lives in someone else's home. Okay. Oh, it's small. <laughs> it's like a shoebox size, and it's got little uh, elf gnomes on there. Hillary, are you nervous about this? I am, but I really think he's going to love it. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to rip it open. Here we go. Oh, and it is a shoebox. What do you know? All right. Uh, let's see here. Oh, it's a pair of running shoes. We're waiting on your, your, how do you feel about that? I mean, it's great. There I you mean, go. Good. I could always use a new pair of running shoes, even though I just bought myself. Okay, why do you have to say that? <laughs> Hillary, that's, that's I, great, Hillary. No, no, they're cool. They're cool. I'm just saying I, so I'll, I'll just have to wait a few months to wear these. Or you can just switch them out. No, no, like I just got a new pair. You just bought some? Yeah. Why would you buy yourself a gift right around Christmas? No, no, it wasn't a gift. I just needed new shoes. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, I, I, hey, good for you. Hillary, great gift. Hey, great gift. Let me see. Let me see. Same good size? Oh. Um, no, they're your size. She got ten and a half. That's the right size. I don't know. Did you look at my shoe or what? Okay. Well. Uh, one final gift. Eddie. <laughs> Air for you. Give me mine. Here we go, Bones. $69 gift exchange, and then you're all going to have a shot to win Amy's gift, which was all that cash. If you Thank missed you, that, I'll, I'll, I'll reset you up in a second on what happened there. Okay, Eddie's got me in a white box. It's very light. It's taped thorough. I bet you didn't wrap this, did you? I did. You did? Yes, I did. You are a great rapper, then. Thank you. I'm going to be honest with you, Bones. I thought that was going to be a lot bigger when I ordered it. Okay, it's in a it's in a uh, cardboard box. I'm unfolding the box now. It looks <laughs> so like it could be a picture. <laughs> oh, my God, this is dumb. It is <laughs> a picture of my dog Stanley's head on a football player's body. <laughs> Are you painting. serious? <laughs> painting. That is the hey, dumbest gift. Hey, even better though, Bones, it was exactly $69. Nice. I exactly. Love it. Hey, I appreciate Thank that. You, Bones. Thank you very much. Hey, hey, when I was at your house, I noticed there's a wall there of a this lot will of not you go and on Caitlin. that wall. Nope. Okay. No, All that'll right. go in the trash. <laughs> no, it will not go in the trash. I'll put this in my office. This is great. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. I even emailed him and said, hey, could you do an Arkansas Razorback jersey? Like, get out of here. We oh, they do couldn't that. do the football jersey Razorback? No, they had to do a generic one. Okay. I do. Thank you, Eddie. That's. I mean, it would have cost more, but $69, guys, is all I could do. Very funny. What about right there? I love it. Next to MC Hammer. <laughs> Such a dumb gift. Ah, not for me. Can you see it on camera? Yeah, hold on. I got to move it. 
I can move it somewhere else. Uh, okay, well, those are all our gifts. Um, if you missed earlier on the show, Amy is not here. She had to leave. And since this is an on-air, I got Amy a real gift, too, outside of the show. But since this is an on-air segment, she she's not getting her gift. So I'm going to mm-hmm. give it to one of you. And what I did with her $69 is I bet it on the Arkansas football team. And if they were to win, she got double. If they were to lose, she got nothing. But I was willing to take that chance. And they won. Doubled it up. Then I was Woo. like, should I, should I do it again? Yeah. So I believed in the basketball team. Let it ride. Let it I ride. I let it ride. They yeah. won again. Woo. So I brought her her prize, the money bucket. Well, sadly, she had to leave. $240. Oh, but now man. I'm going to give it to one of you. Lunchbox, this is awesome. Why are you moaning? Because I have 10 I envelopes I need to win here. this bad. 10 envelopes. I deserve this money. They all are numbered. I don't know which one has the winner in it. You don't? No. No, because they were handed to me blank. Then I shuffled them up, and then we numbered them. Okay. Lunchbox, you get to pick first. Yeah, it's- number six. Oh, why? That I don't know. Quick. Listen, there's no rhyme or reason. I would go with Bobby's number, but it's random, so I'm just going with it. Don't open it yet. Lunchbox oh, has chosen on. number six. Come on. Let me feel it. Everybody, come Man, on in here. Like $240. Abby, come Woo! here. Abby, our phone screener is up next. I'm cheering against all these other things. Well, of course, you're cheering for yourself. Yeah. Abby, one through ten, you have no six. What number would you like? Number seven. Oh, here you go. Trying to come close to me. Have the, like hey, how seven. much did you win on scratch offs, by the way? It's Scuba Steve. Yeah. No, I don't want to guess. You just tell me. Thirty-eight dollars. There you go. Thirty-eight dollar Christmas. Nice. Less than sixty-nine. <laughs> Raymundo, what number? Abby, hand this to Ray. What number would you like? Abby, that, come here. Yeah, is that three still there? That's it still is. wife's favorite number. Give that give that number three to Ray. What about uh, Scuba Steve? What's he want? I'll take I'll take number nine. Scuba wants number nine. One uh, of these envelopes has $240 in it. Give the Scuba Steve. And Hillary, what number does she want? Hillary, what number do you want? Number two? All right. If it's two, that's and my give, favorite number. Give that number. to Hillary. All right. That's my favorite there number. you go. Dollar bills, y'all. Dollar bills, y'all. Eddie. Dollar bills, yeah. What's left? One. And by the way, if you're at home, pick your number. See if you would have won. Uh, or if you're in your car. Like Eddie, you have one, four, five, eight, and ten. Let's go with the only two-digit number. Let's go ten. All right. I'll get it. Morgan? I'm going with five. That's my lucky number. Okay. So you went, see, I went against my lucky number. I was trying not to I know. I was going to pick three. Because two is my lucky. Oh, I only get two. Okay, it's not three. I only get two. Oh man, Morgan, uh, Mike, do you have number one, number four, and number eight? He wants number one. Oh my gosh, if it's number one, oh that's so dumb. Okay, so let's go to the person who's been on the show the least amount of time. Oh gosh, which is be- Abby. Hey Abby, walk up to that microphone, open up your envelope, and uh, I hope she hits too far. No. Hey Ray, do you have a song? If she hits it, can you find one real quick? Yeah, we are the champions. I need more of a celebration. I need, like, cool in the gang celebration. Come on. <laughs> the wedding song. Please, no. I'm going to look in my... Wait, no, 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 no. Don't do that. I'm not going to tell you know. guys. I'm not going to tell you guys. Yeah, I can tell Oh, this is, friend. like, when the dealer lunchbox yeah. looks at it. Oh. Goes to the banker. Okay. Uh. I'm looking at mine real quick just to see if I won. You're smiling. I'm going to tell you guys right now I did not win. Are you oh! sure? <laughs> wow! Oh! This is good. Oh! This Let's is good. Go! Christmas about to be made in the box house. Let's go. So number eight I had did not win. I'm just showing you guys. And number four that I had left over did not win. Good. Glad I didn't beat my brother's number. That's it. So somebody is going to win $240 here. Don't be looking in the envelope. Okay. Okay. (laughs) First up, Abby. Abby, open it up and tell us what's on that paper. This will be a big disappointment. 
Abby, scoot this way. Oh my god. Oh, oh she won! Oh my goodness. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh my goodness. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. What number were you? Yes! She was number three, wasn't she? Abby, what number were you? Whatever we have. Uh, seven. Oh, seven. Seven. Come get your cash, Abby. <laughs> Come on oh in my here. Gosh. <laughs> Come on down. Looks like Price is right. Come on down, Yay! get your money! Hey, go. Get, Why do I have get the on the stage, Mike. Get on the stage, Mike. Why do speech, I have the worst speech, 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 Oh my gosh! Oh my, wow. Go ahead, Abby. No, this is like I, this can't be real. I'm like, wow. I got lottery tickets and I won this. Like it's my lucky day. I never win anything. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Okay, lunchbox. Yeah. That just sums up 2020 for me. <laughs> I mean, I just, Stop it. I can't wow, get don't anything. let him bring you down. I know. Don't bring me down. Don't not, but This is my moment. Look at all that moment. cash. Oh, my God. Look at all this. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Thank you. Wow. Abby, we got $270 today. Yeah, I, feel, I feel bad. Yeah, mine's empty. What do you feel bad for? I don't know. Why <laughs> would you feel bad? Because he's making me feel really bad right now. He, he whines about everybody. He got a new pair of shoes and whined about them earlier. That's true, and those are nice shoes. Abby, congratulations. Thank you. you deserve it. I can't believe that. Oh, I feel like this is fake. All right, there it is. Our big winner, the first symbol of Abby! Best bits of the week, and we've got them for you. Best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Well, that's it for me. Don't forget to check out the show next weekend. I am counting down the top moments from all of 2020. And despite the chaotic year, we've had some really cool moments on the show. And as you all have probably realized, it's basically been a big love fest for us over here at The Bobby Bone Show. Well, for everybody but me, pretty much. And that's okay. I'm so excited for everybody, but we're counting down all of those really sweet moments. Thanks for joining me this week. Don't forget, you can check out full videos of everything that happened on the show at bobbybones.com. Plus, you can follow us at Bobby Bones Show on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And if you had so much fun with me, then reach out to me on my own social media at webgirlmorgan on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And hit me up. Let me know what you think or if you want to hear some other things. Thanks for hanging out with me, and we'll see you next weekend. Happy holidays from Bobby and the Baba Baba Bone Show.